these songs this morning. I'm going to need you to lift your voice on these songs this morning. Songs that we already know. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord, and you should know those. Praise the Lord. Come on, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. Put your hands together. Come on. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. I'm a soldier. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. God is a good God. Yes, he is. Come on. God is a good God. Say, yes, he is. God is a good God. Yes, he is. God is a holy God. Yes, he is. God is a holy God. Yes, he is. God is a mighty God. God, yes, he is. God is a loving God. He's all right. 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 All right, all right. All right, all right. All right, all right. All right, all right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Here we go. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Give it God some free. Do we have any first time businesses on this morning? If we do, would you please stand? If not, we just going to give God praise. Thank God for regular Baptist church this morning. Amen. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Our gracious God, our Father, thou is in heaven. Father, we come, Master, to say thank you. 
Father, we thank you, Master, for being so good. And Father, we thank you for dispatching your angels upon us while we slept and slumbered on last night. But Father, early this morning, Father, I said early this morning, Father, you woke us up, Lord, to see another brand new day. So we pause right now to say thank you. Father, you didn't have to wake us up, but Father, you saw fit. Father, we just declare your word right now, Father. Father, we ask you, God, that you would look down upon the angel of this house. Father, we ask you, God, that you would church him from the crown of his head, dear God, to the sole of his feet, Father. Father, we ask you, God, that you would church his family in the same manner. Father, that you may look down upon everyone under the sound of thy humble voice. And this we ask in Jesus' name, and we all say it, amen. Praise the Lord once more, everybody. Come on, praise the Lord once more, everybody. Hallelujah. If he's been good to you, come on and stand to your feet and lift your hands. Come on, everybody. Hallelujah. 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 Give glory to God, saints. Come on, everybody. Give glory to God. Hallelujah. Give glory to God, saints. Come on, give glory. Give glory to God. Come on, give glory to God. Give glory to God, saints. Come on and give him glory. Give glory to God. Give glory to God, saints. Give glory to God, saints. Give glory to God. Give glory to we're gonna take it higher the same way. Come on, give glory, give glory to God saints. Come on, all over the building. Give glory to God. He deserves the glory. Give glory to God saints. Hallelujah. Give glory to God. Give glory to God. Come on and lift your voices. Give glory. God saints, hallelujah, give glory, give glory to God, come on and give glory to God, give glory to God saints, come on, give glory to God, give, we're going to go higher, come on, the song says, lift those hands saints, lift those hands saints, hallelujah, give glory, give glory to God. Come on and lift those hands, saints. Lift those hands, saints. Come on, give glory. Give glory to God. Hallelujah. Lift those hands, saints. Lift those hands, saints. Come on, give glory to God. Give glory to God. Come on and lift those hands, saints. Give glory to God. 
you have provided for all of us and we thank you for as we approach you in Jesus name Father we invite you in Holy Spirit we pray for the manifestation of your word God touch eyes and minds open up our hearts that we may receive you and our ears that we may hear you we ask you Father let a, a breakthrough take place in somebody's life we need you oh God we need you to manifest. Have your own way. This is our prayer. We do pray and ask in Jesus' name. And we say, Amen. Amen. I want to deal with this word this morning. I want to deal with a topic afresh. Afresh. Amen. Afresh. As we're looking at afresh. Um, it's so important that we understand that God wants us to have a fresh life. God wants us to have a fresh mind, a fresh mentality, so that we can do what God wants him to do. And in the process of being obedient to God, he blesses us in our little short time while we're here. And I... In the word of God today, uh, my staff is set to start with Exodus, um, but I was reading uh, the word of God when, when God took us, uh, took me into, and I believe that's uh, John chapter 20. I want you to just look at something uh, for a little bit. 
if you don't mind, John chapter 20. I want to look at verse 22 in the Amplified. I just want to give you this before I go on with my reading. John chapter 2, uh, John chapter 20, verse 22 in the Amplified. I want you to look at that for one second. Uh, Jesus Christ, after his resurrection, he spoke to his disciples. He walks in a room where they are and the Bible says he begins to talk to them. And in this verse, verse 22, in the Gospel of John, the Bible said, and when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. This was afresh. He breathed on them. Now, if you will continue reading, and I won't read it now, I want you to read it on your own. He told them that they were his representative and that whoever they go out and they forgive uh, their sins, it shall be forgiven according to their faith. And so, and then also he says that uh, whoever uh, will not be forgiven because of their unbelief, uh, then it won't be forgiven. And he breathed on them afresh. And the Holy Spirit. Now, what really gets me on that is because I received that, that that was the first breath that God gives you when he gives you a new life. And I will, I will talk on that a little bit later. And then secondly, we see, and you don't have to go, to it, uh, go here right now, but you can look it up in the first chapter of Acts where he said to them, uh, when I'm gone then you're going to receive the Holy Spirit. And he says, then you shall be a witness of me. So this is the second of fresh. When they were in the upper room, then the Holy Spirit fell on them. And they would begin to speak in different languages. But then he gave them power to go everywhere. This anointing that they were given is that this of fresh was for their assignment. They can lay hands and they shall be delivered. And this is important to understand. So you want to look that up when you get a chance. And then write these three uh, notes down that I'm going to give you. God gives you a fresh anointing for salvation. A fresh anointing for salvation. And you can write uh, salvation down. And then he gives you a fresh anointing. For your assignment. A fresh anointing for your assignment. So he gives you a fresh anointing for life, which I'll discuss in a minute. And then he gives you a fresh anointing for your assignment. So you're alive and then your assignment. Thirdly, write this down. Then he gives you another fresh anointing for daily living. Daily living. And then we get that because Jesus Christ, uh, every day he woke up and he went and he prayed to his father for a fresh anointing for the task that he had every day. You get that? So a fresh. Now, uh, Jesus Christ had to, to do that because uh, every day uh, Jesus Christ was going to be faced with some type of obstacle. And so he needed a fresh anointing for daily living. 
All right, so these are the anointings that you need. So a fresh, which means you have to have a freshness daily. Now, let's go, go with me to Exodus uh, chapter 16, and we're going to look at a couple of verses. Uh, Exodus chapter 16, look at verse 4. Um, when the children of Israel, the children of Israel, look at Exodus, when he was, when they was talking about they needed food to eat and bread to eat, and he was dealing with Moses, God said to Moses, I'm going to test them. I'm going to feed them, but I'm going to test them in, I'm, in my feeding. And watch what God says. Because in Exodus chapter 16, verse 4, then I'm going to go down to 19 and 21. Look at this. Let's read Exodus 16 and 4 together. Can we do that? Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will cause what? From where? For you. The people shall go out and what? Gather a what? Day's portion. That's important. Day's portion. How often? So that I may test him to determine whether or not they will walk obediently in my instruction slash law. And so now God said, look, Moses, I'm going to feed them. I'm going to give them the bread daily. He said, but this is what I want them to do. I want them to only take it. Don't save it for tomorrow. Take it and eat it today. Now, understand this. God has a purpose of why he wants us to get a daily portion. He, he had a reason because if, if they kept that bread for tomorrow, it wasn't going to be good for tomorrow's life. Huh? God wanted them to take the bread and eat it today. If you look in the Bible, the Bible says uh, the day is sufficient. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow got his own problem. God said, I got something for you tomorrow, but today is the day. You don't know if I may call for you today. You don't know what kind of attacks that I may watch this. Give the devil permission to attack you with. Did y'all hear that? You, you don't know what the task that I may give. See, the devil can't do nothing without permission from God. God has to allow him to. And you know what I've realized is that God allows him to for just enough to bump my feet to the next level. Woo! Not too much. Well, it'll knock my feet back. Just enough to bump my feet to the next level. So God says, listen, I'm going to give you what you need for today. God say, don't worry about how I'm going to breathe tomorrow, how I'm going to make it tomorrow. God say, I woke you up today, and today is sufficient enough for you to go in your corner and worship me. Today is sufficient enough for you to say, thank you, God. I got up today to see another day's journey. Don't worry about the bills tomorrow. In your light zone today. Huh. So, so. He says, take it today. Go down with me to verse 19. Go down with me. Look at verse 19. Look at verse 19. Look what Moses said. Moses says, let none of it be left. How? Until the next morning. And so listen, before I go to verse 20, can, can I tell you this? Get all the words you can today. <laughs> Get all of it. Get it all. Get it all. Don't leave a crumb nowhere. Don't, don't try to save it. Get it now. Get it while you can. 
Get in that word while you can. When you get a chance to get on your knees and pray, pray while you can. Something else may pop up later to try to mess you up. You better pray. Get it all you can. Get all of the scripture from Genesis to Revelation all that you can. That's why, that's why, that's why I gave you Revelations chapter 21 and 22 to read. So you know when I leave this place, I got a place waiting on me. Get it while you can. Why? Because if you get it while you can, you'll live for the day. You know what you got tomorrow. And so, and so he says, get it all the day. Now, uh, uh, verse 20 says, but they did not listen to Moses. And some left the supply of it until in the morning. And it what? Bread worms. And became foul and rotten. And Moses was angry with them. Why, why was this so important? This was important because number one, God says... If you trust me today, I'll take care of you tomorrow. If you save it for tomorrow, it's going to be rotten. It's, going to, it's not going to be any good. God said, now listen, I need to give you something fresh because the demonic spirit comes in a different way tomorrow. And when they come, they, they will attack you at another way. Their strategy. See, they know who you love. They know what you like. They know what you're functioning on. They know how to get the best of you. So in the morning, you need to get a fresh. Somebody say a fresh bread. Okay, okay, watch this. Okay, so, so uh, uh, go with me to Matthew 6 and 11. Look what God says in Matthew 6 and 11. He says, even in your prayer, when you're praying. Matthew 6 and 11, go there for me. And, and look what the text says. It said, What? It said, It's on our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us what? Say in the morning, God, I need you to make it today, Lord. I can't worry about tomorrow. Them folk gonna be there, the enemy's gonna be there, the job gonna be there, the children gonna still be there. But God, you got to give it to me today. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't know about you, but God, you got to feed me today. You got to give my spirit something today so I can survive today. I'm not worried about tomorrow. It's in your hand. I, I need somebody to say sometimes, what you got to throw your hands up and say, God, I don't know what you're doing, but it's. I have to do that. I have to do that sometime. I have to do that sometime because God do some stuff. And God, I question, Lord, why? I say, forget it. It's in your hands. And so, so I, need, I need you to feed me today. Feed my spirit today. Feed my mind today. Feed my heart today. So I can make it. Somebody look at You look at your time. It's somewhere around 9, 13. I can't wait till 12 o'clock. 
God, you got to feed me now. Place something in my spirit now so I can get along with them when I see them. Place something in my spirit now so I won't go off on them when I pass by. Lord, feed me now. I'm about to lose my mind. Give it to me. Today, I don't know if I can make it. So I got to have a fresh Freshness. Huh? Okay, okay. I'm about to tie this tie down. All right, listen. Okay, and so go with me, dear. And then, not only that, I don't want you to go to the NLT for me. And, and I want to go to uh, Lamentations. Let's, let's go to NLT, Lamentations chapter 3. Amen. Lamentations chapter 3. Can we go there for one second? Lamentations chapter 3, and, and in Lamentations chapter 3, I want to go down to verse 22, 23. Uh, verse 22. All right, I want you to see something what God gives daily. Now, in Lamentations chapter 3, starting with verse 22, God provides this for us daily because there's stuff that we do daily. Even though we saved. Even though we full of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and so God said, in the morning, I give you a fresh mercy. Look at that. In LT. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. <laughs> His mercies never cease. Yeah. His compassion, and the Amplified, it talks about his compassion for you. It talks about uh, he, he has a deep, sincere feelings for us. Huh? Look at verse 23. Look what it says in verse 20. It says, uh, uh, um, great is his what? His mercies, what? A fresh each what? Oh, God, listen, can I tell you that? I'm so glad that in the morning, say, I can, I can be good today. And I can slip and make a mistake. And, and, and God's mercy have compassion on me. And then in, in the morning, I, I, I can wake up in a whole nother way. And, and God's mercy still. Come, thank you, God, for new mercy. So God gives us mercy every day. And, and listen, listen, listen what his compassion is. Uh, 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 today we can be doing good and we can run a light and God's mercy will hold a speeding driver back. And, and in the morning we can be driving down the street uh, and, and get, go to work, come home late at night and we can stop by the store and getting ready to go home and, and there's somebody on the next street getting ready to shoot at this person and right before they come uh, uh, trying to do it, God stop something so I can make it home safe. Thank God for new mercy. Yeah, new mercy, new mercy. When a heart attack tries to get loose on you, and God, he does some stuff to stop it, and, and you go to the doctor next month for a physical, and they ask you how you feel, you say why. It looks like, according to uh, the radiologist, uh, uh, the CAT scan, T 
tells us that you had a heart attack. But God's mercy, God's mercy keeps you. And so God says he gives new mercy how often? Every day. Look what God says to, to, to Israel. God says to Israel because they were scattered. They were scattered around. Isaiah 43, and I want to, uh, verse 19, I want to read it out the Amplified. Then I want to go to the NLT. Isaiah 43, 19, and God had his children. They were scattered, scattered everywhere, all over the place. And look what God said. God said, this is what I want to do for you. He said, listen carefully. And listen, I am about to do a new thing. Yeah, I'm going to do something new in your life. Now, this is important when I read that. I'm going to read this, then I'm going to go to NLT. He says, he says, now it will spring forward. Somebody's going to come. It's gonna, he said, I'm telling you it's going to come because it's, I'm giving you my word as your God. I'm God all by myself. It's going to come up. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Go to the NLT. Let me explain that in NLT. Watch what it says. For I'm about to do something new. Everybody needs to receive it. Now watch. Look what he said. See, I have already begun. Church, God wants you to know that he's already begun to do something new in your life. Look what he said that he's already begun. Truth of the matter is that we know it's something we just can't figure it out. We're trying to figure it out instead of just going with it. Look what he said. Do you not see it? In other words, he's questioning. You don't see it's me doing this? You don't see I'm opening doors for you? You don't see I'm making a way? You don't see when the world is shutting down? Somehow or another, you're still surviving. You don't see it. You don't see what I'm doing in the midst of your enemy where they going crazy, where your president going crazy. Now he's got the whole Republican going crazy. Now he's got his own people going crazy. You don't see you're still surviving it. Look, look what he said. Look. Do you not see it? Watch it. I will make... A pathway through the wilderness. If you don't tell me this ain't a wilderness that God is making a road for us to get where we're still going, I wish somebody to holler out and say, I'm still here. Oh, good God of mine, you're still here. I don't see nobody else out there with Black Lives Matter now. We're still here. Clothes in our right mind, still here. So I'm making, I'm making a road for you in a pathway. Look what else God is saying that he do. He says, he said, I make a way uh, through the wilderness. In other words, when the trees are there, I'm scooting them over and making a pathway so you can make it to the other side. So you can still survive. Listen, I will create, watch this, rivers in what? God says that when things are dried up, you still gonna have food, you still gonna have water, you still gonna have a peace of mind. He says, You're going to be overflowing with river, and river is fresh life. Okay, all right. 
let's go to the, let's go, I want you to look at this. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and 17. I'm going to lose, I'm going to use both of my ministers for a quick example, and it's going to be easier. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and 17. Go with me right there. Watch this. Let me go to it here so, so I can, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And look at verse 17. Let's go there real quick. And I want to show you something in it. And I go back to the Amplified. All right. Y'all see that on the screen. All right. Listen. Let's read that to, together. All right. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted in, joined to him by what? Our faith in him as what? I'm believing that he is my Savior. Here it is. Here's the freshness. He is a what? A new creature. What? Reborn and renewed by the what? The what? All things. The privileged, moral, and spiritual conditions have what? And behold, new things have what? Because spiritual what? Brings a... Now, I, I want you to understand is as I do this, uh, because what happens is that God said he wants to give you a new life. Um, I want uh, uh, Reverend, Reverend, Reverend Walker, I want you to stand right here. Now, Reverend Walker, you stand here. I'm Minister Francis. I'm going to give you the notes later here. Write that down. I want you to stand right there. Right there. No, no, right where you are, six feet. And both of y'all face this way. Amen. I hate to use you as an example, but, you know, y'all the only one that's, you know, that, you know, I don't want to use nobody else and all, you know. But anyway, listen, Reverend Walker uh, is an example. Reverend Walker is here. Minister Francis is the new man, Reverend Walker. Reverend Walker here, and at, in Reverend Walker, his life is all mixed up in the natural man's life. He has all of the sin, the things that we do. Now, if you can, you can just throw your mind and think about the things you do that, you're not, that you know God ain't pleased with. Just real quick. Okay, stop that list now. That's a lie. That's a lie. But you can, you can write. See, listen. These are things you don't want nobody else to know. I, and listen, don't try, don't try to act like you're holy now. That's why we give you Romans to read. God help me, somebody. And, and so now think about all the sin that's in Reverend Walker's life. That whole list that you have in the natural man, Reverend Walker has it in his life. Now, Reverend Walker has all this stuff in his life. But now Reverend Walker have accepted Christ as his personal savior. Now, now Reverend Walker, the old man, when you accept him, the old man, Reverend Walker, you may sit down. Thank you so very much. The old man is dead. Instantly. All of the stuff that you imagine, that you place, that you used to do, Reverend Walker did it. And when Reverend Walker, yeah, I know what you're saying. Listen, Reverend Walker took it, and when he gave it to Jesus, he washed all his sins away. Now Reverend Walker is standing here justified, set aside. He's a brand new man. He still got natural skin, still look like Reverend Walker, but his spirit man has become what the Bible says. Behold all things 
has become brand new. So God gave him a fresh life. God bless you. Thank you there, Minister Francis. So God, that's what God, that's what God does to us. He gives a brand new life. That's what God does to us. He gives a brand new spirit. And so all of the stuff that we was mixed up in has been gone. It's washed away. Now, truth of the matter, in Hebrews chapter 10, 3 and 4, it begins to talk to us uh, uh, about the law, about the blood of the goats and the lamb. Now, go there real quick and look at this. Proverbs, I'm sorry, Hebrews chapter 3, 10, Hebrews 10, 3 and 4. But as it is, these continue sacrifices, talking about the blood, the goat of the lambs, all right, pigeons, turtles. Sacrifice bring a fresh reminder of sin. It's before Jesus Christ. It brought, it brought all this stuff back up. See? To be atoned for year after year. Yeah. So, so can you imagine all this stuff keep coming up in your life? Holding your blessings. Put on that next verse. This is why, this is why God said I had to give you something fresh. He said, because it's not that the law wasn't holy, but it wasn't able to take away sins. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. So you needed something fresh. <laughs> and so, so Jesus Christ had to come to be the sacrifice. In order to give something fresh. In order to take away your sin. In order to restore and give a new life. All right? Watch this. Now, uh, uh, here it go. Now, the Lord gave us a new life. Now, watch this. Even though we have a new life, my spirit still needs freshness. Huh? Okay, now watch this. Uh, Proverbs 24 and 16. And then I want you to write this down. Proverbs 24 and 16. Because what happened, there's two notes that's important for you to write down. Because a person can fall. A person can fall. Two things that set you back. First, let's do this. Proverbs 24 and 16. Let's look at, look at this text. For a righteous man falls how many times? Now, this is important because what happens as a child of God, we need to understand that we can fall a whole lot of times. We can be set back in life a whole lot of times. But the Lord says, a righteous man. Now, understand, you are not righteous because of something you did. You are righteous because God chose you as righteous. Did you notice the difference? He chose us as righteous. So we are Deemed as righteous, not because of our goodness. I'm trying to see, get you to see the status of what we have in life today. Our status is that we're righteous. Here it is. Fall seven times, which means it describes the things that I do wrong. But God still says, I'm righteous. I don't deserve it. I ain't no good. But it says, you're righteous. Okay? And so... He says, I can foul seven times. And here come the freshness. And arise again. So God said, I give you a fresh start. 
Now, I don't want to go, go back into to the second part. That's fine on that verse. So, now watch this. Write this down. Notes of two notes that I want you to write down. A person falls because your sinful nature and the decisions you made. You fall because of your sinful nature and the decisions you make. That's part of a righteous man can fall seven times, which is, is, is a metaphor for a person can fall back in life. And, and, and listen, so you, you, can, you can fall back because of your sinful nature and the decision you make. Second, because of the trials of life. You can fall back. Now, it doesn't mean you sin. It means that stuff puts you back against the wall. Huh? You can lose your peace, your joy, your stability. God snatches loved ones home. It pushes you back against the wall. And so God says, with it, no matter what happens, you can have it a freshness in your life every time. That's why, that's why with everything that's going on, God, you got to give me something fresh. Because if not, it's going to kill me. Huh? If, if you don't give me a fresh mind, I'm going to lose it. If you don't give me fresh joy, I'll never love again. God you got to make it afresh. Because so much has happened in my life. It's got me in a corner. But God says, you'll rise again. You'll get back on your feet. You lost your loved one. You lost your brother. You lost your sister. You'll survive it. I'm going to give you something fresh. A fresh life. A fresh mind. In other words, listen. Jobs has played out on me. God says, I'm going to give you something fresh. Again, God, God, now watch this. I want you to see this because uh, I looked at Nebuchadnezzar, and I'm just, I just want you to go here with me uh, real quick, and, and they don't have this, but I'm going to give it to them because there's four, four people that I looked at. Number one, Nebuchadnezzar. In Daniel chapter 4, 36, Nebuchadnezzar get up, and, and he made a decision not to be humble. He said, look at all this that I got. And he fell for seven years, a king as a wild man with hair growing, long nails, eating grass like an animal. And look what God did. Look at, look what God did. Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel chapter 4, 36. Can you place that up there for me? Look what it said. Now, at the same time, my reasons returned to me. After, after seven years, he came back to the Lord and said, you are God. Make me fresh. He lost everything. Look what God says. And for the glory of my kingdom, my majesty and splendor was what returned to me. God gave it all back to him. And my counselors and my nobles began seeking me out. So I was reestablished in my kingdom. And still more greatness, what? Was what? Good God, when God gives you something fresh, he's going to reestablish you. He's going to make it better than you ever had. In other words, you're going to be more stronger, more wiser, 
better than you. In other words, whatever you went through, God's got something great for you. He's going to give you a fresh life. All right. Now watch this. Watch. Write this down. How about Abigail? How about Abigail? Remember, uh, 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 before I go to Abigail, how about the prodigal son? Remember this? Hey, he took and he spent his living, righteous living. Got so low, went down to the pig pen and started wallowing there and feeding the pig. And then the Bible said he came to himself. Went back to his father. And you know what his father said? Give him a fresh coat. Give him a fresh ring. What about Abigail? She was married to a drunkard. And then the drunkard, she was abusive. She was an abused woman, mistreated, wealthy. But what does it profit to have all the money and be unhappy? But she was a virtuous woman. She was still faithful to God. And then when God got ready to give her a fresh life, he sent a king <laughs> by the name of David. And say, if you're free, I'll take your hand. God will give you something. <laughs> what, what, last one. What about Naomi and Ruth? Lost everything. Look, they left from there to go to Moab to live, to continue living. So she went there with money. They was trying to continue living. But there, everything she lost. She went back to Bethlehem, not to continue living, but to start fresh. Because when she went back, she didn't have no money. But God will give you something fresh. Okay, okay. And so with that happen, with that happen, and, and Isaiah 43 and 18, look, uh, look at Isaiah 43. I'm getting ready to go now. Watch this. Isaiah 43 and 18. Isaiah 43 and 18 and Luke 5. Isaiah 43 and 18, look what it says. 43 and 18, and then we're going to go to Luke. Isaiah 43 and 18. Do not remember the former things. Or ponder the things of the what? You can't do it. God said you can't do it. God said you can't remember the former things. You can't look at what it was like. God said you got to focus on fresh things. I'm about to do something new in your life, and you and what's holding you back is you're pondering on what you didn't do, what you weren't able to do, instead of looking at when you get a fresh spirit. Huh? Even, even they tell you that when you sleep, get a good night of sleep, so in the morning you can get up and be what? Yeah, so, so God said, I'm going to give you, uh, uh, don't ponder on the past, because if you ponder on the past, the past will always keep you locked up. And then if I return to you what you had in the past, you're still going to go through the same problem. But if you be like Nebuchadnezzar, when you turn it over to God, and when you trust that God is who he is, God say, I'm going to give you things back, but I'm going to give you more than what you ever had. And so what God is trying to say, you're going through a test right now. I'm not going to go no far. You're going through a test. God said, what I want you to do is I want you to hold on while you're going through the test. Hold on to me. It's just a test. It's just a trial. Trust me while you're going through the trial. Don't you complain. You're going to cry sometimes. You're going to moan sometimes. You're going to wallow sometimes. But don't you complain. Know that I am still God and I'm working everything out for your good. And after a while, you're going to burst forward like a fresh flower. Somebody say fresh. Fresh.
when God give you a fresh attitude, when God give you fresh joy, when God give you a fresh spirit, when God give you a fresh life, I'm coming today to tell you everything's going to be all right. It looks rocky now, but God said, I got something for you. It's in my pocket. It's in the closet. If you stay there a little while, just keep on holding on. Say, Lord, here I am. After a while, when you say, Lord, here I am. You got your palms up. Lord, here I am. He's going to say, open them wider. Lord, here I am. Why? Because I'm about to drop something. The wider your hands are, the wider you hold your arms up. I'm going to dump a load up in you that you won't be able to bear. Hold on. I got a blessing on the way. Fresh. Fresh. Fresh anointing. Fresh spirit. God's got something fresh for you. And I don't know about you, but God, give it to me. Because I need it. I need something fresh in my spirit. I need a fresh attitude. I need a fresh walk. God will close some chapters in your life. And then, you know what I like about God? He said, you've done good. But I got to give you another chapter. Love those that was on your pathway. <laughs> Be grateful for what I've done for you. But then I got something new for you that you got to take farther. God's got something great for us. I don't know too much what it is. But if you just hold on for a little while longer, don't lose your mind in the process. That's what the devil wants you to do. Don't give up hope in the process. God knows where you are. Boy, I wish I had somebody hear me. He knows the condition that I'm in. He knows the condition of my mind. God knows where you are. And he promised never to leave me, never to forsake me. But he said he'll always be with me. Come on, give God some praises. The door of the Lord's house is open. The door of the Lord's house is open. You know what? I don't want to pray this prayer, and it's going to be a quick prayer, but God showed me in a dream last night that so many was coming to church. So many was watching us on live, but they're not saved. And I said, Lord, what do you, what do you mean that that they're coming to church. He said they're not right. They have never really yield their life to me. Say they've been singing, but they really don't know me. Because they do not have an authentic relationship with me. Everything about them is a show. And so today I yield to you to get to know who he is. Don't make it about a show no more. Don't come to church just to be seen. Don't come to church just to sing. Coming so that you can get a word and give glory to God. 
this is the time now that you give your life to. Listen, if you haven't seen enough stuff now to know that you have to have your house in order, I don't know what else. But you got to get it right with God. You got to get it right with God now. And God wants you to give your life to him. And so I want you to bow your head. I want you to bow your head. Father God, we come before you right now in Jesus' name. Father God, we confess our faults before you. We ask you right now, God, to forgive us for the negative things that we've said out of our mouths. Forgive us for judging one another. Forgive us, Lord, for having animosity. Forgive us, God, for our negative thoughts, God. The life that we've been living. We give it all to you, God, and we ask you right now in Jesus' name to give us a brand new life, God. We ask you in Jesus' name, God, to take all of the burdens and the problems that we have, Father. And Lord, we ask you to carry them right now. We surrender our life to you in Jesus' name. We pray for a spiritual cleansing, a breakthrough, God. Make us over in the name of Jesus. We declare right now salvation. We declare right now that we save. We declare right now that you give us a brand new walk. We believe it. That is done even right now. In Jesus name. And we all say. Amen. Why don't you give God the glory. It's offering time. Whatever you want to give to the Lord. Some of you have already given to the Lord. This is your opportunity now for those who have not. As you're getting your envelopes together already, and some of you may be going on live to do it. Amen. You can do that now. Go to give now and scroll down and begin to give to God whatever you want to give to him. Take that this internet reboot. And while you're doing that, I want to pray over your offering, your seed, your first fruit. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you would receive our seed offering, our first fruit, God. That's what we're going to give to you, that you would take it right now, God, and that you would give us a fruitful life from our faith. God, it's not enough, God, for healing. It's not enough, God, uh, to pay our house notes. But what we give to you, God, we give it from our heart. And so, God, in Jesus' name, we ask you to bless our faithfulness. And we trust your word that you will open up a window and pour out for us a blessing. That you would give us the best harvest in the world, God, even now. This is our prayer of faith. We thank you in advance for it. In Jesus' name. And we all say, amen, amen, amen. God bless your heart. Listen, let me say this. We're praying for Reverend Washington. Reverend Washington, we're praying for you. Amen. Truly, uh, Sister Washington sung in the Lord every Sunday morning that she could. And the Lord has snatched that song bird away from us. He called his daughter home to be with him. And so we're ever so grateful of the time that God lent her to us. And so we're praying for you. We know she's in a place. Amen. Well, we'll meet on the other side. Ah, God. And the last song she sung was hallelujah. 
Somebody say, that's the highest praise. The highest praise. And so on this coming Saturday, at the hour of 10 o'clock, will be the homegoing celebration for Sister Washington. Amen. And so we are praying for Reverend Washington, my brother in the Lord, and praying for his daughter and the family that God will continue to give them the strength as we prepare for the homegoing celebration on next Saturday. All right. Listen, on tomorrow is Martin Luther King Day. There is no Bible study tomorrow. No Bible study tomorrow. Amen. You'll get a text uh, on whether we're going to have a Bible study uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll let you know. We'll send out the text. Amen. But we will not have Bible study tomorrow. All right. Amen. Uh, let me say this last announcement as we get ready to go. Uh, we're going to have, and some of you may already know it, some of you may have uh, heard it online, but just in case you didn't, and I think you have uh, till the end of this, uh, the last Sunday of this month, the 31st, uh, we're going to have a regular uh, Baptist Church memorial service, all right? The regular Baptist Church memorial service is going to take place uh, on March 25th at 7 o'clock. This is what I need you to do. Amen. All your loved ones in your immediate family only. Your immediate family only. Uh, if you care to, send a photo with their name. Listen, I'm asking you to please, when you get it together, just send one photo of them only with their name. Your immediate family, if you want to take a part of that memorial service. Don't send a picture of a family member or uh, that's way down in the cousin line, your immediate family, and don't send one of someone who passed away in a church that you may know. Leave that for their family. And then sometimes their families may not want to involve their loved one because it's kind of hard on them. And so we want you to stick to your immediate family for this memorial service, and you can send it the picture in the name. Try to make sure because it's going to be a lot coming in, and we have to do a lot to prepare for it. And so it's going to be a regular memorial at gmail.com. Yeah, we got a Gmail for it. We got a lot of emails for the church, but this time we got a Gmail for it. Amen. Regular memorial uh, at gmail.com. Please place that back up for us uh, so that you can see that. And you send a picture in the name of your loved one. Amen. No other notes of things of that nature so that we can take care of it. All right. You have to, uh, I think, the 31st. Amen. To get that in to you. All right. So it's email regularmemorial at gmail.com. All right. January 31st is the last day to submit your photo uh, in names. All right. Send that to us as soon as possible so we can get that together, right? Try not to uh, send one picture and say, oh, no, I want to show this picture because you're going to throw us off because there's a lot to take care of this. We're going to have a, a, a memorial service here at the church uh, that you're welcome to come to at that number. We got a lot in plan for that day, and so we want to remember your loved one in a special way. Amen. And you might want to try to come who all can and who all can't will be able to watch the service uh, live. All right. Amen. Our loved one's going on to be with the Lord. Amen. But we're going to just have a memorial service for him. All right. Come on to your feet. Amen. God is good. And all the time, 
God is good. All right. Father God, we pray as we get ready to leave from here to go our various ways. We pray, God, that you would give us in Jesus' name a fresh.